respect, but to the dead, we owe only the truth. Voltaire. The Walking Dead, Season 2, Episode 12. Better Angels. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Feed Don't Eat Your Brain. I'm Zachary Ballard, and with me today is Ricky Squire. Hi. Hi. Introduce yourself, Ricky. Um, hi, I'm Ricky. I, as Zach just said, <laughs> I we go to school together. Yeah. I've never watched The Walking Dead before, so this was completely out of context for me. And um, I'm super jazzed to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for being here. So uh, you haven't watched The Walking Dead before? No. So I was okay. really cold to this. Yeah. Cool. So I took cool, some cool, notes. Cool. I really loved you, it. First of all, you, oh, you loved it? Yeah, cool. I did enjoy it a lot. So it was a nice episode for mm-hmm. you to. To, for you to force me into it because that's the thing <laughs> are you are you gonna start watching it now i think maybe yeah because okay. that is the thing though too is like mm. with shows that have so many seasons I'm yeah like, i'm like oh man do i dare get started on, yeah. on this giant ride and so like to kind of to jump in out of context like to randomly pick something for me is overwhelming so for you to have uh streamlined that process for me mm-hmm. <laughs> and just make me jump into the world i was instantly like oh okay if this is the world then do i like the world because mm-hmm. it's season two where like the world's pretty established yeah i was in yeah i was yeah. like oh i am in i want to keep watching <laughs> yeah yeah that's cool uh yeah, I, if you do watch it, I would say tough it out through seasons four and five. Woof. There are some interesting, <laughs> there are some interesting moments, but a lot of it is just like walking around. I do. No, um, no, no pun intended. <laughs> just we're dead and yeah, we're walking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that was what I was noticing, like by the end of that episode, I was like, oh, like throughout the episode, I was like, wait, are they even that scary if they just walk? Like they're just zombies who walk. They're not mm-hmm. that fast. So are they even scary? But then as the like it's, mound it's the of hordes zombies, yeah. that are really terrifying. It, that's exactly it. Yeah. As the like mound at the end of the episode mm-hmm. built, I was like, oh, hell. No. Yeah, like one, yeah. like at first, like they're scared of individuals, right? Because uh-huh. they're they're still monsters, but then they sort of get used to dealing with like one, two, five at a time, uh-huh. you know. Yeah, especially if they're in a group. But like if you're if you're in a group, and it's just a horde. And they don't feel pain. They just are going. Yeah, you know? they don't. They're relentless. That's yeah. what's so scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like you are, if you you have, you've like got to be so careful like about like mm-hmm. conserving your energy and stuff because mm-hmm. they're gonna keep going. So you have yeah. to make sure like each shot is a kill shot probably, yes. and like you got to really be tactical about it. Yes, it's crazy. It's insane. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they they definitely have to use hordes in The Walking Dead, especially yeah. to have fear. There's other zombie things like Last of Us and World War Z where the zombies are super. Fast, I love World War Z, and they just they just wreck. <laughs> yeah, when they build that wall up. <laughs> yeah, the, oh yeah, my yeah, god. Yeah, yeah. So scary. Yeah, it's yeah. so terrifying. Um, and it's Brad Pitt. I mean, come on. Yeah, you can't be Brad Pitt. <laughs> no, in yeah, a zombie yeah, movie? Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, so... Uh, there, I couldn't really pin down like a theme of this episode. There was there was a lot oh, of stuff really? going on. Yeah. What what did you what did you for me pin down? definitely the biggest theme. I mean, there's like a lot of there was a lot of storylines being introduced, a lot of character backstories. Mm-hmm. We were gonna get to the main storyline eventually because I have qualms mm-hmm. with yeah, it. Yeah, oh yeah, my yeah. god. But um the the main theme that I was originally taking from the start of the episode, I'm like, okay, we're mourning somebody's dying, but also uh, we're also mourning. It feels like the character ensemble, the ensemble, they are mourning the loss of their humanity. They're like coming to Mm. terms with, all right, here's where he was right. I don't even know who's died, right? But apparently Mm -hmm. it's a very pivotal character that just died. And it's a zombie that killed him. And so I'm like, okay, so the theme of this episode seems to be that they're all struggling with, oh, frick, we have to really grapple with being not humans anymore to survive because we have to be killing machines to get our, to to not die. We'll end up like Homeboy uh, is dead right now in this episode. So that was kind of the biggest theme. I mean, like, even with like this little kid who's having to, hold a gun I'm yeah. like what the oh yeah we do have to go there though because yeah of mm-hmm. course we do you guys are gonna die yeah. so like you have to go there and that's the only way you're going to survive that was kind of the biggest theme I think that stuck out to me yeah and they mentioned that like 
Shane, uh, not Shane, uh, Dale, the yeah. guy that just died, uh -huh. was the biggest moral backbone yes, of the whole group. Yes, they mentioned that in the first few minutes. Because uh -huh. uh, in the previous episode, they're thinking about killing this kid uh -huh. that you saw. Yeah. And they're like talking about like if we execute him, if we just leave him somewhere. Damn, the prisoner thing too. And That's another thing yeah. about losing your humanity. You're just yeah. harboring a hostage and it's another human and there's yeah. like, what? Well, it's like, <laughs> and it's just sort of like, he and Dale was like the only one that was like, no, this is a kid's life. Like, we can't just kill him if he hasn't done anything yet. You know, yeah, and and he was just guilty by association of these really bad guys. Mm -hmm. um, and I I want to know what you think because Rick mentions about Dale is that they like in order to honor him they had to do things Dale's way, uh -huh. um, which was Wait, like is it Dale was. Dale is the man that's died. Mm -hmm. Who is the guy that is the aggressor in this episode? Shane. 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 Oh, okay. And then mm -hmm. Rick is the main guy. Rick is the main okay. guy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm getting my names mixed yeah. up. The okay. Kid and the wife. And um, but uh, Dale, uh, he he mentioned that uh, they they need to do what Dale would have done, and let this kid go. Uh huh. And and obviously Shane's not about that. Right. Um. But like, I want to <laughs> yeah, know what not. your thoughts are on honoring the dead, and like, how do we honor the dead, and do we have an obligation to? Yeah. That, I mean, that was like a. The theme of that argument, it low-key, I mean, I mean, I'll get to the answer to that question. It reminded me, though, of, like, uh, it's like X-Men. It's like mm -hmm. Professor X and Magneto. Like, they're, like, always grappling with, do we have to uh, be with the humans or do we have to destroy the humans? Mm -hmm. um, and uh, all of these people and friends that they have end up dead because of reasons that, because they decide to or they decide mm -hmm. not to. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if I have an answer to that question. I don't know. Like, I feel like you do need to honor the dead. And that... Mm, and that can manifest itself in a, in a lot of different ways, which I kind of think is the point of the main conflict in this episode. Because, mm -hmm. yeah, they're both, like, coming from a place of grief. Oh, my gosh, I was really... I mean, I knew it had to go there, but I can't believe this episode ended in a death. And then <laughs> and then we're uh, waiting for a zombie army. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, but that was kind of what... I mean, they were getting at... They're fighting over a girl, which I cannot stand. <laughs> Essentially, is what they're fighting about. Yeah. I'm like, you guys realize they're zombies. I know you realize this, right? We are mm -hmm. in a zombie world. We do not need to be fighting over this girl. <laughs> I hate boys. Um, but, uh, like, they were... I felt like I understood who this character, who I've never met, that was dead, who he was, because of the way they all talked about him. Mm -hmm. And it felt to me like they were both grieving him in their own ways. And for for Shane, it was he went to he went he went he went he went off the deep end. He mm -hmm. went way too extreme, and he didn't. And he he let his I don't know he let his grief take him over as opposed to let it pass through him. Do you know what I mean? That's interesting that you say that. Okay, yeah. Because Shane <laughs> hates Dale. Oh, does he? Dale calls him out all the time. <laughs> Because Shane, like, sh there, oh, so maybe there was a moment, there was then. a moment w where, um, where Rick and Shane were like hunting in the woods, uh -huh. and uh, oh right, yes, and and uh, Dale said that, um, well, not not in this previous episode, in like a previous previous oh, episode, okay. they're, they, I, they I were, imagine they're yeah, in the woods hunting a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were hunting in the woods, and Dale saw Shane, like, put Rick in his sights after after Rick comes back, and oh, okay. and like He's always had the and, killing like, boner. Rick, uh, and like. Dale figured it out that that Shane killed another person, and Shane is just like all about like survival of the fittest. Like if you're not fitter than me, and like what's my own, then you need to die essentially. Yeah, totally. And so I, I found it interesting that you you saw Shane grieving for Dale. It did in a feel like way. it. Yeah. It did feel like it. Well, and then as soon as he murders the host, I whisper. As soon as he murders the prisoner, I was like, oh well, now I can't root for you. <laughs> we gotta yeah. kill you off now, bro. You can't do that. Are you yeah. kidding me? Because mm -hmm. I mean, like, yeah, that's how. I mean, because. 
all of these characters they have to, if I don't know them I come into them and like since I, I come into their world and since like I mean since all we do is study characters right I'm mm -hmm. like okay well how do I empathize with these guys so like Shane mm -hmm. instantly I'm like god this guy's a bad guy yeah he's, he's evil well, like but I'm like oh I can tell that there is something about him like he's not fully I mean like what do you do we're in zombie world right mm -hmm. so that does like people are gonna have to go to all sorts of measures and like he is concerned with survival and that mm -hmm. happens to overtake his concern with everyone's well-being mm -hmm. and that's what makes it I uh, mean bro it's not helpful you yeah. gotta go you can't be killing people yeah well like i with like specifically like honoring the dead like the, dale was a good guy mm -hmm. and so they wanted to honor him and his legacy but then shane yeah. like you know i don't think we're obligated to honor people like shane that just you know oh yeah didn't definitely. do anything for anyone mm -hmm. you know but dale dale obviously did something for this group and yeah it's just sort of because i've always i've always like hated like I don't know. People were like, honor your ancestors because they gave you life. And I'm yeah. like, like, okay, they just, they had sex and they had kids. <laughs> and, and now those, I'm Those here. kids had kids and those kids, like, like, yeah. I, I, they, they weren't having sex with the intent to make me, uh -huh. you know? Yeah, like, exactly. Like, their mo their motivations down the were all line. selfish. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. They weren't and thinking so, of the greater picture. So I'm like, what, what about like, but then I think about my legacy. I'm like, well, I want to be remembered. Yeah. And so it's sort of this weird balance of like, like honor your ancestors so that you will be honored in the future but yeah what are your what well are your... i feel like there's something that you can glean from even having shane just die like mm -hmm. we're not going to honor him so much but like um but yeah i felt like the kid oh who's that kid in the episode what's the little kid's name rick's son carl carl oh right carl i feel like carl learned and grew up having to watch his dad kill or not even having to watch his dad he killed mm -hmm. him yeah that was when he grew up and that that was a moment for me that made it feel like, oh, now that he's dead, like he's literally putting into practice the lesson that that Shane taught taught him in their mm -hmm. scene earlier in the episode, mm -hmm. where he was like, my dad's not really helping me out with this gun thing, really, or like he didn't think he would, so he was like, mm -hmm. take the gun, take the gun, you gotta have this gun because you yeah. gotta protect yourself, and then he had to protect himself like, because then Shane ends up coming back to life. That's another question I have: Is it just in the air? You die and you're gonna become a zombie? What the heck? Yeah, so you. <laughs> Everyone has the disease. The bite is what kills you. Uh -huh. But no matter how you die, unless you die with a traumatic brain injury, you will always come back. You just mm -hmm. so the man that he turned into a prisoner. I mean, the prisoner that he took into the woods and murdered by snapping his neck. Yeah, you he saw him later as a zombie. He was the zombie mm -hmm. when he stumbled on the other two. Mm -hmm. <gasps> well, then why did you? Why would you kill them in the first place? That's kind of what I was going to get at. With they, don't anyway. so oh, they, okay, so they don't know. Okay, they don't know. They don't. Rick is oh. the only one that knows because there was a doctor that told him. That's building on and the Rick plot, hasn't told isn't anyone. It? Yeah, oh. and so they none of them know. Like, remember that part oh, where no. they were like checking the body? They're like, "There's no bites." Right. Exactly. And that's Glenn what was I was like, wondering. It's somewhere, and then he's like, "No, there's like no bites." He just was dead. That's why I had the question because I was like, "Wait, are they getting at? Oh, he can't have been a zombie." just mm -hmm. kill a human that's what i was wondering i was like mm -hmm. oh is he fully still alive and the snapping no, of the no, neck they were they were zombies when they got back up but like yeah oh yeah the mm -hmm. plot's really thickening yeah. then okay yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so um, yeah anyway to answer the question i think that in a way shane taught carl a lesson and in that way his death will be honored you know what i mean yeah maybe honored's not the right word anymore but and it's so it's so interesting because shane has been always like rick doesn't have what it takes to protect his family but i do i have what it takes True. to protect his family True. which is I think is my family, uh -huh, you know, uh -huh. and, but then, but then Rick proves him wrong. Yeah. And then by... he's, I mean, he's the stronger character to me suddenly because mm -hmm. immediately he's like, why did you do this? Like he is gr instantly mm -hmm. processing the grief of, we were supposed to survive this together. Even though I'm so like at odds with you and like mm -hmm. we are butting heads and I hate you right now, we are humans and they are zombies, right? So we are supposed to have been bonded yeah. together by that. That's and you ruined moment. it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, and <laughs> Shane Shane couldn't get it in his head that it wasn't his family anymore after Rick returned. You know, like, yeah. they thought Rick died. 
Shane helped us. Shane helped Lori and Carl mm-hmm. get to safety. Then Rick comes back yeah. after he's in a coma, <laughs> and and Shane couldn't get it in his head that like it's not his family and mm-hmm. and I and I think what the writers were trying to do is like they were trying to give Shane hope um, when Lori went up to Shane and was like, "Please yeah. get down." Like, yeah, the, I the could caring, definitely well, feel like, that. Yeah, and like Lori for the longest time has been like, "You're not a part of the family." And she pushed him out, pushed oh, him out, dang. pushed him out. So that messed with his head. So that messed with his head a lot. Um, she comes and out, then, she's like, I'm sorry. And then the minute, the minute, like, Lori's like, I'm really sorry. I think that's what caused him to shift. Like, uh-huh. oh, there is it a chance. It definitely was. There is a chance. Now. That's when it became a pissing contest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's... Yeah, because because for the longest time, ever since Rick came back, there was no chance, no chance, no chance, no chance. Uh-huh. And he's just, like, further on, like, Lori's playing mind games with him. Exactly. And, totally. and so he, he was thinking... Is there a chance? No, there's not a chance. Is there a chance? No, there's not a chance. Lori's nice to him for once. There's a chance. Now I got to do what I got to do to to get Rick out of the way. Yep, exactly. So that That's I can exactly get Lori. Yes. instantly where he goes, which is, bro, you can't. Mm-hmm. Do that. No, you can't do that. Yeah, he's and like, how oh. quickly he thinks on his feet is incredible. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. definitely. He he he. I, I you can tell he's discovering what he's gonna do, like in the moment, and it's so it's so fascinating. Like, because he goes and kills the kid, Jeez. then he's like, okay, I got to make it look like. He hurt me. Bash my face and into the tree. immediately decides yeah. to just shove his nose into the tree. Yeah. Like, what? And then he sees the group and he's like, hide my gun uh-huh. real quick. Hey, he freaking, like, he yeah, just, nails you it. see him discover, discover, discover. Totally. The entire time. Mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. I think it's really cool. I mean, yeah, definitely. I'll say too, I mean, this isn't a knack, but I did notice every a few times when he discovered throughout the episode, he does this. You can't see me, but he like puts his hand over his head. He discovers like that. That's just Damn. his move. That's his move first. <laughs> yeah. But, and that's great. All but actors I, have their, have their isms. But I was like, oh yeah. yeah and look, and he is on a television show so yep. if him if he can do that why not, yeah, yeah, like, why not me yeah why not me John Bernthal is so good that's the actor's name I love his so performance though he's so good like he's so good uh huh I was the Punisher in the oh, Punisher series oh I haven't watched this yet but I've been meaning to kills it yeah yeah I liked him a lot yeah. I mean first thing I thought about him as soon as his face popped up on screen I was like wow strong nose I mean first of all that's what I thought and then I was like Oh, this guy is dad? But yeah, I mean, there was something about the way but that he's he looked. I was, yeah. yeah, I was ready to root for him. Mm-hmm. I was trying to more to be empathetic toward yeah, him. Yeah, you want it like you're kind of in Rick's place the entire show. Yeah, where like you want to root for for Shane. Like, yeah, Rick right? always gives Shane the benefit of the doubt, but Shane always like proves him wrong <laughs> exactly. and always does something to mess it up. And it always ends up in bad mm-hmm. in a bad way, right? People are dying. Humans mm-hmm. are dying by human are killing human. What is this Planet of the Apes? Yeah, like we can't be killing humans. There are zombies out here. Yeah, and. <laughs> Like, Shane's, Shane could have been, like, a part of their family, mm-hmm. obviously not being romantic Definitely with not, Lori. Definitely not, that's a problem. Like, yeah. that, that's an issue. Uh-huh. But, like, he could have been, like, an uncle to Carl. Like, there's a way that, yeah, they, they they're, they're in zombie world where they're surviving, so they could have been a unit, yeah. They could have been a unit. <laughs> and Shane, Shane just wanted it all. Yeah. And he could, he couldn't fathom that he couldn't have it all, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And that, that was his, his downfall, I think. And especially like with, with him telling like Rick how to parent, that's the yeah, thing. Like he, where he's like, exactly. he's like, no, I think I think Carl needs his dad right now. Like I'm here for him. Like where are you? Like I'm like, are you kidding and, me? And, and he's I'm right like, there. Rick, he's right yeah, there. Like, Rick's like, uh, I'll talk to him later. Right now, I'm dealing with this boy. <laughs> kind of being um, yeah, the leader. head of this whole group. Um, I'm trying to keep us all alive. You're yeah. trying to keep you alive, Mister. Yeah, and you and the girl that you have a crush on, essentially, <laughs> when it boils down to. <laughs> yeah, and I think Carl is sort of becoming a mix of Shane and Rick. Definitely. And I think that's the purpose of why he mm-hmm. had to kill Shane, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like yeah. I'm using what you taught me. Mm-hmm. Well, both both Rick exactly. and Carl figure out we have to do what we have to do to survive. So they, they learn through Shane by them both killing Shane 
that you have to you have to eliminate the threat, and then Shane became the threat Ugh. that they had to eliminate. Yeah, right. And so yeah. I have to do it. Right. Mm -hmm. It's just like what it's left to. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's crazy. they're all they're fighting, 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 having to like kill the threat, kill the threat, kill the threat, and then they both realize. We have to eliminate the threat. Yeah, and then they do, and you're like, mm -hmm. wait, this is a kid. They're like, this is exactly what Shane wanted them to do, but at the downfall at of Shane. Cost? At what cost? At what cost? And that's why that's why that moment was so beautiful and earned for mm -hmm. me, for Rick being like, ah, oh, I'm like holding him in his arms and like yeah. screaming. I was like, oh man. I always think, I always think like, when there's an intense scene for an actor like that, I always think, oh man, what a crazy day at work, right? Mm -hmm. I came to work today and I had to get <laughs> covered in blood and guts and grossness and then I had to walk on the set and I had to... Wait, oh yeah, like you're talking about like actor. Like, I yeah. just am thinking of like, because like I want this to be my job, right? I would be mm -hmm. in a zombie TV show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but real, like I'm like real. the actor playing Rick. I'm like, yeah, I had to come into work today, get covered up business as usual and then, well, in that take. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really use that stuff that we learned at school. That's so good. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I... What are your what are your thoughts on people telling other people how to parent? Oh my gosh, you shouldn't. Period. You should period. Never, you should never tell people how to parent their kids. Mm -hmm. You can think all you want, and like yeah. you should have a system in place, or you can go home at the end of the night and you can talk your, your and you can be like, these people should not be parenting their kids yeah. like this. Maybe like right? Isn't that messed up? But like mm -hmm. it doesn't leave your kitchen table. You have your one person you talk to. It's your roommate. Mm -hmm. It's your spouse. It's your whoever. It's your best friend. You're like this person. We agree, right? Like. Maybe we're not into the way they parent. Mm -hmm. Well, you're not telling people to their faces how to parent their kids yeah. because it's not your place yeah. at all. Are you well, kidding like, me? I, I, you know, you're you're just in public and like you'll see, you'll see like this parent like grapple their kid and like yell at them and I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm like, but but I never tell them. I mean, yeah, it does go stop, that. I mean, know? yeah, what do you do in those situations? But then, but then there is a point where like if the parent is abusing their kid, then it's sort of like okay, like. This needs to stop. Yeah, you know, then, of course. Right? But then, what of happens course. to the kid? They get picked up by CPS, and they're in the foster system. <sighs> and they have to bounce back and forth. Yeah, I know, right? It's, it's just, so. I mean, rough. it's hard. It is hard, right? Yeah. But like, yeah, I just have to. I don't know. I feel like I'm still of the the view that I like think that I don't know. You have to. Everyone's doing their best, really, mm -hmm. right? And so, yeah. like, parents have off moments. That's what I've been talking to you about with um with Josh, my roommate, uh, who you mm -hmm. know we both know. Um, recently about parenting. Like, mm -hmm. I feel like with our parents, um, they they feel this sort of like guilt having to come to terms with since we as a generation are, mm -hmm. are dealing with all of our trauma from our, mm -hmm. our youth into our adulthood we're trying to figure it out and deal yeah. with it and handle it which is something a, a bit of a newfangled concept for mm -hmm. people our parents age they have this immense like guilt surrounding the kind of trauma that they inflict on us but mm -hmm. like what we all forget like is that that's like inevitable right because like yeah. parents don't there's not a right way to parent because there's not a right way to live life right life is inevitable and it happens in all of the ways that it happens and mm -hmm. so like your parents might mess you up a little bit in fact yeah. they probably are going to and they're, they're supposed to really and so like mm -hmm. If 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 they're uh, you know if if it, if, it, if it continues throughout your adult life and they're like constantly you know inflicting pain and hurt yeah. and trauma onto you then maybe it's that's when it's like oh well I'm of sound mind enough to know that this relationship's not helping me it's hurting mm -hmm. me so by but um, from like a place of like oh you're parenting me you're parenting me and you're doing your best and like you messed up sometimes but like I would probably have messed up if I was raising kids too mm -hmm. right so like with that point with that in mind I'm like man I can't really tell a person how to parent their kid right because like I don't know my mom and I have ever had have had conversations before where she's been like man I don't like the way that I she's I mean like it's crazy right the older you get I feel like you have crazier conversations with your parents mm -hmm. good and bad right yeah. um but um I, my mom's been like very honest about like these things that, about the way that I raised you make me incredibly guilty and I'm like that's because you're a human right that's when yeah. you're a human like I'm not necessarily super excited about all of those things that you did to me right mm -hmm. I don't love that they happened either but the fact that you are aware that you did those things that were hurtful and I'm aware that they hurt right that's enough to for me to gauge like oh well we can both accept that we are imperfect right and so like 
I'm not going to tell someone how to parent their kids yeah. because like, yeah, they're doing well, their mean, best and I'm doing my best. Right. And, yeah. and like, so like, yeah, sometimes you're doing something wrong and yeah, that maybe you need to be stopped, but I don't know. For the most part, I just don't really think it's my place. Mm-hmm. I'm just a single person. I'm 25. <laughs> I have long hair. I kind of look like a hippie. Who am I to tell anyone? I mean, no one knows uh, I have six siblings or like yeah. all of these. No one knows I've experienced with children in any way. So like, yeah. who am I to tell someone how to raise their kid? Right. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Yeah. There is, a, there's another side of that coin for sure. Yeah. And I think, I think, you know. You let people how they parent, like parent how they parent, mm-hmm. at the detriment of their relationship with their kid when they're an adult. Yeah, kind and like, of. and if if the parent traumatizes the kid, then, I mean, it's going to be more likely that the kid is going to traumatize the parent. You know, like with with how the kid decides to live their adult life. Mm-hmm. You know, like if if the parent continuously <laughs> if the parent continuously traumatizes their kid in the way that they want their kid to live their life, and yep. then the kid grows up can make their own choices then, like, what's to stop the kid from traumatizing their parents and going completely the opposite way? I mean, like, yeah, right? I feel like I couldn't help but, like, I was expected all of these things were expected of me. They're expected of all of us when we're growing up, when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. So then when I'm, I'm some form of grown up, I don't know, we're also mm-hmm. growing up, whatever. Yeah. But, like, I couldn't help but to make the exact opposite choices because, yeah, I don't like to be put in a box. Um, but, yeah, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it's okay, though, is the thing, you know? Yeah. That's the thing I feel like is maybe lost sometimes on on the gen- on my on the generation that's older than us like they just yeah. have intense guilt about having caused so much trauma sometimes and i'm like like listen and it was a different time when you were raising us so yeah. like it's okay to acknowledge that i did this incorrectly mm-hmm. and now we can figure out how to rework it exactly. that's the part that's hard that's learning on is unlearning yeah. old habits that's the hard part and the difference between that is the parents that are willing to admit that they were wrong and the parents that aren't uh, totally yeah um, there's that too here yeah. i am see i'm i'm always here i'm always here sitting thinking oh everyone's doing their best and i'm always giving everyone the benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. but that really isn't how Same it here. is yeah, yeah that really isn't how it is people yeah, are yeah. out here doing things their own way yeah. serving only themselves a lot mm-hmm. of the time i mean i'm guilty of it too i mean not guilty really i own it <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and it's just sort of how um how like children are so influenced by by what we do yeah. as adults exactly and they're sponges yeah they're they're just absorbing everything and right now carl is absorbing everything and <laughs> it's <laughs> it's absorbing outrageous you know and there are kids that are like absorbing that like in in third world countries or like in ukraine like there's kids over there that are seeing this war unfold totally and they are getting their own personality and opinions based off of this um these things that are happening around them yeah right and that's all and like you know like all the propaganda that's like heavily biased and things Mm -hmm. like it all shapes exactly it Mm -hmm. shapes these moldable young people's minds Mm -hmm. yeah and like well i mean you know, I, I was raised pretty conservative. Yeah, and same here. look where I'm at now. I'm wearing an equality shirt. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, I'm really and, gay. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, and like, um, I but it's sort of like you either completely accept what your parents taught you, or like you reject it. Yeah, or you find like a middle ground of it. I think I think you I think when you're a young adult, you either completely accept it, uh-huh. and then you find a middle ground. Or you completely reject it, and then you find a middle ground yeah, as, you, exactly. as you get older. Because, yeah, realize... going to the extreme just doesn't work, right? Yeah. So you yeah, got to, yeah. oh, you try it out to the most, and then you're like, oh, okay, let's rein mm-hmm. it in a little bit and yeah. figure out how to reassess. Cause, yeah, exactly. Because exactly, not everything's worth throwing away, really, mm-hmm. right? We keep everything, because we can yeah. learn something from everything that happens to us. Yeah. That's what I feel like we are even at in school, right? Right mm-hmm. now, like, I'm like, okay, yeah, all my teachers, yeah, t- I'll take some of this, but I'm going to leave some of this that you're yeah. telling me behind, because it just doesn't work for me. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I... I agree with that. Only Sith deal in absolutes. <laughs> period. And period. Period. T. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, what do you What do you think about like survivor's guilt? 
Wait, like, elaborate on like, that. Like, when someone dies and the people that are alive feel guilty that that, like, they either feel guilty for that person's death or they feel guilty, like, for, um, that they're still alive and, and the person that they loved is dead. Because I saw a lot of that in this episode with, like, Dale dying. Uh-huh. And especially with, like, Carl realizing that that was the, like, he f accidentally freed the zombie that, like, killed him. Uh-huh. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, definitely. And I... I just, I just think it's interesting. I haven't had, like, like my grandma just recently passed away, but I wasn't, uh -huh. like, particularly super-duper close to her, you know? Yeah. I was closer to her when I was a little kid, but then as I grew up, like, we sort of, like, grew apart from each other just because uh -huh. of circumstances that happened. But, like, um, but I, I just think it's interesting that uh, whenever people are still alive and they have a loved one that's died, they feel guilty for still being alive. Or they feel guilty, like, even though they didn't, like, purposely kill them, like, because of something that happened or that they could have done different, you know, they feel guilty about it. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, okay, yeah, that's, I think, I mean, those things are, those feelings, they're, like, so valid and real, and they're, and they're, and they're appropriate for those mm -hmm. kind of circumstances, right? Of course, it's, it's mm -hmm. valid and reasonable to feel like that. Yeah. So, I guess, like, figuring out how to, how to process that is what's key, because, like, yeah, I mean, like, like, yeah, he has to, I feel, because I feel like he does deal with it in that episode, right? He's, like really conflicted and he confides in in Shane and in Rick about like oh my gosh or wait is it just Shane in the episode that he confides in about like oh my gosh I yeah, think he it was me he confides in Shane and then, and then Rick Shane comes tells to yeah, Rick. Shane right, right 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 um um and i just feel like throughout the episode he's learning because of the like i don't know grief is something that i don't know a lot about to be honest yeah. yeah i haven't had grief in my life really same here thus far so yeah i don't i don't have a whole lot of experience with it um but like to process it and to figure out how to move past it is what's appropriate because, like, as far as, like, that relationship in the episode goes, like, I'm sure that this Dale character who's dead now would not have wanted Carl to now just die mm -hmm. because he can't handle the guilt of having been in been a part of him ending up dead, right? Mm -hmm. That's not what this character probably would have wanted. So then that's... Uh, so then it's, like, valid and reasonable and appropriate to stay and sit in that grief for and let it pass through you for as long as it's there, right? Because mm -hmm. that's such an intense feeling. you got to yeah. really sit with it and let it let, let yourself feel it so that uh, it can, I don't know, get emptied and finished mm -hmm. all of the way out so that you can learn and gauge from that because to then not, you know, move on from that and to, and to resign, resign yourself to, like, well, I should just die too, mm -hmm. that's a bit selfish after a certain point, isn't it? Yeah. Like, you're not you're ultimately not serving what you no. thought the memory yeah. of that person was that you died that had passed away in your life right yeah, and exactly. that doesn't serve either of you and then you've maybe died in vain right yeah and i think i think it's good to sit in all of your emotions yeah, good or bad totally you know? totally like shane has not been sitting with him grieving and look at the result yeah it makes him he, it makes him on edge in such mm -hmm. a way that he's really he's willing to kill other humans at a moment's notice he's willing to make mm -hmm. up these fabricated stories to get the leader of this group alone so that he can kill him so that mm -hmm. he can be with his best girl. friend yeah his best friend alone so we can Whoa. get his, his wife yeah exactly and his son and his unborn daughter mm -hmm. yeah that's the result of um, yeah not dealing with those emotions yeah yeah i agree like it's you have to be able to deal with your emotions and sit in them and process them if you want to like, like if you keep pushing them away, they just get worse and worse mm -hmm. and worse. You can't, you can't continue living a happy and fulfilling life if you don't deal with these, these like bad emotions. Yeah, like there was exactly. a time in my life where like I just like got rid of like my emotions. Yeah. I just like didn't want to feel bad anymore, so I just like I apathized myself. I don't know if that's uh -huh. a word, but like I just no, became totally really don't. apathetic and and didn't want to feel emotions. And then like when I eventually um when I eventually 
like got out of that, then all the emotions that I just suppressed, like just flooded into me. And it was harder on me than actually yeah, dealing right? with them in the moment. Even more intense, mm -hmm. right, than in there. Mm -hmm. I think I had similar, I've had similar experiences in life. Because, like, I mean, since we've been learning how to act for four years, mm -hmm. like, so that's all we were really doing. And it doing. affected my acting, too. It totally does. It, it hella <laughs> it totally affected my does, acting. totally does, right? I couldn't feel emotions. All these walls up. I was, I was, yeah, I did, I was not vulnerable at all. Exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. That's been my biggest struggle. And mm -hmm. whenever I'm, like, not doing 100% and I'm starting to, I don't know, fall off or I'm not doing super well, then I, result, I revert back to old habits, which are to mm -hmm. put up all of these walls to stay yeah. guarded and protect myself for what? Just mm -hmm. so that I don't have to risk being vulnerable. But yeah. the expense of being vulnerable is often not as bad as I make it out to be in my head, right? Because, mm -hmm. like, even to go through emotions that, like, like this last year, I mean, these last couple years, right, as yeah. we've been in pandemic times, mm -hmm. I feel like everyone's had moments and moments to sit in their emotions, yeah. right? The last few years is, like, as we've been, like, living in this pandemic and stuff, I feel like I've had a lot of intense emotions mm -hmm. um, in a new and more profound way than I have in life. Like, it's, I've, I've felt myself growing up a lot in the last couple mm -hmm. of years, you know, because of the intensity in which my emotions are felt as a level at which I never thought they could be. Mm -hmm. Good and bad, right? Yeah. I can be extremely happy, but I can be extremely sad in such a profoundly deep way that I've never experienced in life and that's mm -hmm. just indicative of I'm growing up now yeah. but like what's different now from me now than I who I was a few years ago is exactly a few years ago what my first instinct is always to put up walls to protect myself but mm -hmm. like what I gain and gauge from having to experience all emotions good and bad ones at whatever level they hit me in just through the process of whatever I'm going through in life mm -hmm. they help my perspective all I'm trying to ever do is like have, an, have as much of have as much perspective as possible because yeah. the more that I can and that's what elicits that like idea that I have of like oh, I just everybody's probably doing their best right because mm -hmm. now that I have this point of view and I'm able to track you know when I feel like I'm being guarded and vulnerable I'm mm -hmm. like well then and why am I right it's because I'm yeah. trying to help protect myself that's what all of us are trying to do is just yeah. protect ourselves right yeah and like not like there's 99% of people aren't just straight up like evil right exactly like, exactly like there there are some people out there that just for some reason oh, they just they just do evil things think mm -hmm. evil thoughts yes. and and it's and we're still trying to figure out why that happens but like um but like most people when they do bad things it's it's because they were either hurt they they are protecting themselves they're protecting their loved ones yeah. like like you know it's and you're, in, a... you're in les mes right now and like that's the whole thing right like exactly he, he stole a loaf of bread and and javert's like stealing you need bad. to be in jail you for need that. to be in jail but he's like i stole bread so i could feed my family so i don't know what you want from me bro mm -hmm, and right? so and it's like you know, people people don't usually do bad things for for just because they're bad people. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. They're always motivated by reasons that, if you knew the reasons, would make you feel for them. It would make you... Mm -hmm. they, that, they humanize them. We're all just yeah. humans, right? Which is, like, why I'm not all about, like, cancel culture. Oh, my gosh, And, yeah. and like, this mob mentality where when someone does something bad, they, they get one side of the story, and because someone did something bad... I'm not saying that they didn't do anything bad, but it's, mm -hmm. like... It's, like... Can we understand the entire story and then and then like give people the opportunity to get better? Exactly. It's such a better system because like you have to think of it on like what if you're on the other end? Exactly. Of, of exactly. The, of that is the how the finger pointing <laughs> and people are pointing fingers at you saying you're a bad person, you're a bad person, yes. you don't deserve a life, you don't deserve a career, you don't deserve anything, you know, because uh -huh. you did something bad. It's so like exactly. we're like, all <sighs> things. Uh huh. We're and, all bad sometimes. We're and just some humans. people do things and if totally. they're not willing to apologize and change then that's then when we need to that's, do, that's on when them. they're shane and that's when we need to deal with it right mm -hmm. exactly that's yes, what it exactly. needs to be dealt with but like mm -hmm. ex we're not out here seeking conflict it's the salem witch trials <laughs> yeah exactly it, it's straight up like yeah and it's and um i i think that we 
we need to understand that like people are just trying to most people are just trying to be people and yeah, if they're exactly. radicalized to the point where they're a danger to everyone else then yeah they 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 need to get that taken care of or they just they need to go mm -hmm. you know but I like have, yeah right yeah but yeah exactly we're all just doing our best mm -hmm. we really are like looking for tweets from like 20 30 years ago 2008 I'm like, exactly i'm just like that's such a high standard to put people to mm -hmm. and i don't think that I, I would ever put myself to that standard so yeah. why should i expect that anyone else should be able to reach that what is that standard do you, do, like what is that standard right like, we're all it's idiots perfection. when we're kids we're all idiots when we're kids yes when we're growing we're up like we like we say some stupid in fact i, I remember <laughs> me saying some really stupid right? stupid things uh -huh. when i was a kid well in fact and i look back and i'm like why did I say that? Why did I do that? And it's be and like that is that is a sign that you have grown as a person. Yeah, to be able to realize, acknowledge that. Oh, that was stupid. That means that I've grown and have have like become a better person ever since that moment. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, because I don't think I want to watch in a play, in a movie, in a TV show. Like I don't want to watch a person who is the exact same every season, every episode. No. I want to watch someone who changes, even mm -hmm. though the essence of them, of course, should probably will probably always mm -hmm. be the same because they are a human, a fully yeah. fleshed out, developed human. But yeah, as they go through the things in their life that bring them joy and pain and suffering, like all of those things should influence the way mm -hmm. that they m continue in their life so that they can, I don't know, avoid the things that cause them great despair and revel in the things that cause them joy, but uh, maybe yeah. be able to track when is it okay to let that grief come. And it's never okay, it just comes, right? Mm -hmm. Grief happens whenever it's supposed to happen. So when it does happen, how do you prepare yourself? to be ready for it when it happens because it's inevitable it's mm. not trying to it's not trying to be closed off to it and it's also not trying to compartmentalize all of it and lock it away and throw the key away mm -hmm. you can't do that either yeah so you just got to be open and available for all of it but i think it makes for i don't know like everything and everything like with that mentality it feels to me that my my search is always for like balance right because mm -hmm. like yeah if i can pick if i if i happen to be in rough stages of life where i'm experiencing incredible lows where things are so bad mm -hmm. then i can only be assured that probably what's to come is probably going to be the next time I have a high a good a thing that's good yeah. it's probably going to be excellent like yeah. it's probably going to be a really really good thing mm -hmm. that is more good than I can a, a more a, like a, a bigger quantity yeah. of good than I can fathom right now mm -hmm. because I can only fathom what I've experienced so far mm -hmm. so like it's rich of me or anyone I think to think oh I'm 25 years old I've experienced all that there is to yeah. experience and like you can be a 25 year old who's like maybe you're a, a, an actor from a young age so you do have a lot of life under your belt by the time you're 25 because you've been exposed to all of this world and culture and things mm -hmm. but even still like you are we are all still i mean i feel like we do stay sponges like how children do when we're young and it just is that we can absorb less and less the older we get because we get mm -hmm. bogged down and filled up with a lot of other things and frankly just like a good sponge we get less absorbent yeah. after a few years right yeah we don't last forever we start we start being um more hardened yeah we're know? a little brillo pad or something yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah and uh like don't get me wrong like i I do think people need to be held accountable for their actions if they do something. <laughs> okay, yeah, totally. I, I, I don't, I don't <laughs> like believe women. Yes, I'm, I'm all about that, you know. But like, exactly. it's, it comes to a point where we're crucifying people. Um, like we need to, we need to have consequences for people when, exactly. when they do something. <laughs> but it gets to, it gets to a point where it just becomes this mob mentality. And what are we doing besides, besides like losing? our humanity and losing empathy yeah, for other people. Definitely. You know, it'll get to that point where we just lose, you know, all side of that, all side of our empathy and our, our humanity towards other people, you know? Of course, like, definitely. Um, like, it always makes me feel so gross, like, when, whenever someone, um, whenever someone, uh, like, is a serial killer, 
or <laughs> you, you don't like the, when someone's like, a serial killer, <laughs> you know. But like, but like, whenever someone is a murderer uh-huh. or or a rapist, and then other people say, uh, like, tell them, like, I hope you die, I, like, or, or are celebrating their death, or are are saying, like, when they go to jail, I hope they get raped, like. It's like you're no better yeah, if right. you that's you're no like that's up, that's it? completely Dale's argument is like you are no better than than they were if if you say that or if you think that way you know like like I mentioned this with Maddie last week where uh-huh. when Ted Bundy was being executed like people were having a barbecue outside the prison and celebrating <sighs> yeah. it and I'm like no one is a winner here this guy murdered a bunch of women and now you're celebrating you're you're basically celebrate like yes awful man awful things that he did definitely can't take but, that away but why are we celebrating yeah because i mean it is a loss all on all accounts right we're, it's we're, so so it's so deeply sad and unfortunate that these people died because of this man mm-hmm. it's also so sad that this man was so destroyed that he was of the mindset that he believed that this was something that was okay right to yeah. kill all these people it's a loss period like what what are we doing as a society to keep that from happening again yeah you know yeah. and i don't think celebrating that's not helping. Yeah, that's part of, that's is, contributing is, to the problem. Yeah, it, it is keeping from. Yeah, because if we're canceling people, if we have to, if people are supposed to die when they're bad, right? Then mm-hmm. we are. I don't know. Then, then we're just out here killing people, and then our then we're just then we're just zombies. Yeah, <laughs> like that's what this whole show is about. The zombies are killing yeah. people. If we're killing people, mm-hmm. then why do we even need zombies? We don't need to be a TV show. We're doing it. Yeah. Then this then this life is a TV show currently, and yeah. we're killing each other. Period. And that's the messed up part, isn't yeah. it? Mm-hmm. We're out here doing it to each other. Yeah. Why? Why can't we just get along? But like, we're just children. It's the thing. Mm-hmm. Even when we're grown up, we're just uh, we're just children. Yeah. And you know what? Like toddlers. Like I have a five year old sister, and my sis my my twenty four year old sister has a couple children who are three and two, and they cannot get along. They simply mm-hmm. can't. When they like play with toys, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I want to play with this toy, and suddenly the boy's like, oh my gosh, well now that you are interested in it, I simply have to have it, and yeah. I'm going to throw a fit if I can't. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, this just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Why are we like this? Why can't we guys just like understand? Do you understand that it is a joy that you guys are of the same age and can have the same things in common and play together? <laughs> you know how many people have yeah. things in common with a five-year-old? Not many people. I mean, like, yes, we all do. Of course we yeah. do. But, like, no one can level with you, sis, like mm-hmm. a three-year-old, okay, if you're a five-year-old. So, yeah. like, don't fight. Enjoy each other's company. <laughs> yeah. And then we get to adults. And I, then... I bet that's how God feels. You <laughs> exactly, know, if, if right? They, yeah. Yeah, probably. If, you know, if there is a God, like, that's how, that's how, like, it's like, what? What are we doing? What's going on? Just, just like just enjoy each other. It's yeah. like what parents say about their own uh-huh. children too, yeah. right? They're like, Gee, "Oh, would you guys just stop fighting? Yeah. Literally, I can't <laughs> Literally. take it. I'm trying to pay the bills. Yeah, I'm trying we to... have food. We have shelter. <laughs> we are like... under a house. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just like, like, why are we fighting over the remote? Just like, <laughs> exactly. Know. But I mean, that's like the thing. That's like the tale. That's like timeless. That's just human nature, right? Because yeah. we're humans and we're out here and we need to be satisfied <laughs> and we need to be serving ourselves. We need to be happy all the time. We don't want to be sad. We don't want to be upset. We don't want to be mad at people. Yeah. Unless we, but unfortunately, that's the that's like we we have to experience the negative emotion, like you were saying, in yeah. order to experience the positive to the fullest. That's like that's like why like paradise doesn't make sense to me because I'm like if we're happy all the time, then like then we start to take it for granted. Then, 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 right? th- that's just normal, and that's it's just like stasis. that's the base yeah. emotion is happy, and then like. What else is there, right? Yeah. Can you get more happy? <laughs> do we just get know. happier? Yeah, or yeah. do we start doing other things? What yeah. are we going to do if we're just mm-hmm. happy all the time? Yeah. And, like, I I don't want to watch stories that are just, like, happy all the time. Yeah. You know, stories that are just happy all the time are, are boring. 
to be honest. Well, yeah, and they're not, you know? well, there aren't really that many of them that are just happy all of the time. Even in our mm -hmm. favorite sitcoms, because, like, what made me want to act when I was growing up was sitcoms. That's the kind mm -hmm. of TV that I was raised on. And it was, yeah. like, first of all, Disney Channel sitcoms. Yeah, Hannah Montana. Yes, that's a Wizards Raven, of Waverly Wizards Place. Of Place. Good luck, Charlie. I mean, the yeah, list yeah, goes yeah, on yeah, and yeah. on. Even in those sitcoms that are light and fluffy and they wrap everything up mm -hmm. in a nice little bow by the end, there are lows and highs in those mm -hmm. kinds of moments, in those kinds of TV shows, yeah. too, in those kinds of characters' lives, because they're humans, too. Yeah. And so they are, even though the show itself, tone-wise, is a funny mm -hmm. show that's laughing all the time and we're always talking about silly antics and we're mm -hmm. always dressing in weird costumes or we have to do some sort of crazy task to be able to get through the problem we have. Sometimes yeah. we have to deal with serious issues too once in a while and especially mm -hmm. in a sitcom, those moments when we are dealing with those lower moments or like serious things, those are usually the most impactful episodes because yeah. we're like, this is so tonally different from what we're used to in this mm -hmm. TV show but it's also so realistic and authentic and true to life and what we could imagine would really happen yeah. and that's what makes it so much more impactful because you're like, oh man, these people I love, these kids, the mm -hmm. characters that I'm so used to hanging out in their living room with them all the time and things are always funny. Yeah. They also have real lives too in a way that, and that makes me feel seen more as a human too, right? If I'm also living a life that's not mm -hmm. just happy all the time. <laughs> yeah. And like, it is, it makes it so much more fulfilling mm -hmm. when you see them go through the struggle and then you see the moment where they're like happy. Yeah. And like happiness like comes to have in moments, for it. you know? Uh-huh, exactly. And like, and it doesn't stick around, so you mm -hmm. gotta sit and hold on to it when it's here and cherish it and sit in it and yeah. enjoy it. Yeah, like there's there's moments in The Walking Dead where they're just like sitting around a campfire. Right. And they're just enjoying life. And they're in the house for a minute. There's mm -hmm. like a moment where you're thinking, oh, we're gonna sleep in a house tonight. We yeah. all have a room assignments. Things mm -hmm. are gonna be okay. Little do they know. But yeah. I mean, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. happiness is fleeting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then the wave of zombie comes, yeah. and then we're in despair again, but then they find a new home. And then there's a moment of happiness, and then another thing happens. Right, of course. But that, that's, that's sort of sort of how life is. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember so many times when I've been like completely happy, and then something bad happens, and then I have to like build it up again. Yeah, you know? right. Exactly. That's just all part about being human. And yeah, growing. Got it. We're trying to. Yeah. I think the what I'm figuring out, like I'm trying to do and maintain. It's like I'm learning how to. I'm trying to figure out how to maintain my resiliency, like mm -hmm. how to bounce back from all of it. So that's the hard part. It's like. As the as the emotions and the things get like more intense and more mm -hmm. difficult, as and if they become more frequent too, right? If they're not balanced, if I'm experiencing too many lows mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> or yeah. too many highs in yeah. a row, right? It's like uh, how yeah. am I supposed to bounce back from this, right? How am mm -hmm. I supposed to get even though if that's what I want, like how am I supposed to be able to crawl myself out of a hole when I'm in it? That's the part that I'm still figuring out right now, to be honest. So mm -hmm. I don't have all the answers. <laughs> yeah, neither do I. And like I'm, I'm usually just talking out of my ass. Me too, really. Every... I love to chat. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll sit and pretend that I have. And you're like, Ricky's yeah. so wise. Ricky, Ricky and Zach, they, they, they get out here the knowing things. Problem. Yeah, we know yeah. things. We and know. like, we know we some don't, things. We don't know yeah. things. We don't know anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, do you have anything else you want to add to the episode? Yeah, wait, hold on. I do have a few notes I just wanted mm -hmm. to like cover really quick. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. Maybe I'll just like reverberate read these, and then if I feel like any of them stick out particularly, I'll spend a moment on them. Okay. Um, and I also want to see if there's anything that we didn't already cover today. Because I, you answered my questions. I mean, knowing that the that they don't know that when mm. people die, they're going to turn into zombies now. That's crazy. That that's, means the show's the about tea. to get more intense yeah. from mm -hmm. here on out. Because then what do we do? We have yeah. to. If people are dying, then we have to kill them twice. Oh my gosh, we're going to get yeah. crazy from all of this. Um, I can't believe that this is only season two and that there's ten seasons of this show. Because wow, they're already <laughs> grappling with their humanity, and it's in season two. So mm -hmm. where are we going from here? Is kind of a question I had. I kind of want to watch this with you. I think I think that'd <laughs> and be see so what my fun. experience yeah. would be like. I hated the because you contest. you experience things so like you experience like 
stories so like intensely. I just think it's wonderful. It's Thank so you. Cool. I feel like I do too. It's why I, use, I often I often struggle in giving sharing my opinions on mm -hmm. stories because I hate when they conflict with mine. Which is, I mean, I'm talking yeah. about her talking about everyone's doing their best. My flaw right now is that I think I'm always right, uh -huh. and so I hate when people's opinions contrast with mine. But that's something I'm working yeah, on. Yeah. yeah. Um, la a couple last couple things. I hated the pissing contest between Dale and Rick. I was like, geez, you guys. Uh, Shane and Rick. Oh yeah, sorry. Yes, yeah, Shane yeah. and Rick. I'm like, geez, you guys. The more that you like get get, get really at each other, the accents get really thick and. <laughs> We get a lot of and a lot of a lot of brooding and like yeah, yeah, yeah. chests out a lot of that yeah. and I was like geez, a lot of mad over a girl I can't you guys seriously <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you should have been in the episode guys really though I mean like I did love that the female character I forget her name Lori I loved Lori that she I liked how strong she was in her apology to him mm -hmm. I liked that I mean she was messing with his head ultimately but that's yeah. kind of on him right not her yeah. she was in her own way trying to you know tighten things up. like she was yeah. trying to fix things right and I liked that she owned like oh what I did to you wasn't cool really yeah <laughs> it was essentially what she was saying yeah <laughs> so like i'm sorry and that i mean i'm like oh i love an apology i love, I love when people a good apology. yeah right so, like a real apology yeah so how can i be mad right yeah. that was great um both uh blah 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 good acting for mr dale but i noticed one of his favorite moves first i said was to throw that hand back yeah uh -huh. talk it over and um i'll last thing that i was struck by i mean usually when i watch a tv show or a movie or a film i'm always like oh i know that person there's somebody i know from it mm -hmm. and the only person was in the very first 10 seconds of this episode it's the blonde girl I Andrea? don't even know. Maybe her name's Andrea. She wasn't really, really in this episode a whole lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there was a group of them killing zombies individually in the very yeah. beginning, and she was one of them. Mm -hmm. I knew her from a Fantastic Four movie from like 2005. Oh, um, yeah. She was the thing's wife who leaves okay. him. But I was like, oh, she's the only pole I have in this in this cast, which is a big surprise to me because uh -huh. I do consider myself to like usually know people in their careers. <laughs> there's and stuff. a lot of people that like. You know, some of them are in other things, but yeah, there's a lot of people that I haven't seen in Uh-huh, exactly, that's thing. what I was thinking, and they were all really, really, um, I really liked everyone's performances, so I was mm -hmm. really into them all. I was like, oh, I wonder what else you guys have done. That's yeah. kind of what I was getting at. I want to see other works that they've been in, yeah. especially like this Shane guy. I want to see like, oh, are you always like a, a broody evil guy, or do you like have other colors? Are you mixing it up once in a while? Do I know he's in choice? Baby Driver. I haven't seen oh, Baby Driver. Oh, he is in Baby Driver? Yeah, he's one of the... Wait, who is he? He's one of the freaking... The bad guys like with Jamie Foxx. Uh-huh. <gasps> oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay, so that's another broody girl. I can't believe I didn't he's even like, recognize Punisher, that which him. is another broody. I can't believe I didn't recognize that guy. Oh, okay, so maybe um, that is but like, his. But Punisher, his like, it's different. Like, it's like different characters, like from Shane and and Punisher, but it, it's still kind of like the castability is like uh -huh. it's broody, broody asshole. Could kinda, kill someone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's will kill someone. Cool. Will yeah. kill someone. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, that's fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love that. I mean, I aspire to be like that. So. Yeah, right. I can, yeah. I can hang there. I don't okay. know if I'd want to hang there all the time. Yeah, me too. I don't know if I want to always be killing mm -hmm. people and creepy and gross. Like, but yeah. that, that's not this fun. is actor us talking. Oh yeah, not. Oh yeah, not talking about that disclaimer. Sometimes, sometimes actors talk about like. Awful things. Yeah, they're like, no, like, no, we're acting. Experience we're them, just yeah. to like experience them and understand yeah. what people's minds, how people's minds work. Yeah. Um. But no, I think that's it. Thanks for cool. uh, thanks for cluing me into the Walking Dead. I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I was mm -hmm. going to. I mean, like a couple of the effects when they were killing, I was like, hmm, I'd love to see how these effects improve over yeah. time because it's a ten season show. So I can yeah. only imagine the effects just get better as this show goes on. Because I mean, a couple of the deaths, I was ready to be disgusted and grossed out by, um, by the shots of them because I've been watching a lot of HBO recently and there's a yeah. lot more blood and guts on HBO. Yeah. Um. But it wasn't as bad as I had anticipated, so that was almost welcome to me since I'm so bad with blood and guts. But uh, I'm excited to see where it could, how it's gonna progress yeah. from here. So I'll have to probably watch it. I mean, maybe I'll have to go back to one though and get all the way caught up and then continue. That's yeah. maybe what I'll do. That'll but I cool. will watch it again. I want cool. to. Yeah, I will because I enjoyed myself. It was great. So thanks for cluing me into it. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Mm -hmm. um, so we will actually be back after a musical interlude with a moral dilemma. Oh, amazing! Does that sound good? I love a moral dilemma. All right, cool. <laughs> see you guys soon. <laughs> Thank you.
right, Ricky. Here's okay. a moral dilemma. Okay, bring it on. So, <laughs> would you cut off your best friend? What <laughs> would you Would you cut off your best friend or really, really tight friend if they were, like, a danger to other people that you loved? Hmm. I do feel like with hypotheticals for me, it always has to be, I have to get more context, right? Because it's so case yeah. specific, right? So yeah. it, like it would depend on my friend. It would depend on what kind of hurt they're causing. I'm talking about like, like okay, yeah. you grew up with this friend. You guys are like bonded, but for some reason they like went off the deep end. And for some reason they're just not really the same person that they are. Hmm. I don't know what I would do. Let's see. Well, because, like, for me, I'm out here thinking on my high horse. I'm like, please, I have amazing taste in friends. I'm not uh -huh. picking anyone who's going crazy. <laughs> yeah. Please. Yeah. And even if they go through their crazy phases, I trust that my intuition with knowledge of friends uh, enough to know that, okay, this, like, wave of maybe craziness will pass. Mm -hmm. Although, to answer the question, okay, like, if they were to go crazy, I don't know. Like, we would have to have a conversation. It mm -hmm. wouldn't just be a cutoff, all ties are done, yeah. and I'm not going to let you know mm -hmm. about it. We have to have a conversation. Mm -hmm. And if after the end of maybe a long chat, we are talking and it's not working. We're butting heads. It's not gonna. We're not gonna be able to compromise, agree, mm -hmm. right? Because I just feel like if I can sit and talk to somebody, I can see where they're coming from after a while, probably, mm -hmm. and at least be like, okay, I don't agree, but I get why you're doing it. So yeah. I understand, and I don't like it, but I can maybe understand more, and like maybe we can come to a better conclusion mm -hmm. that's not based on I have rage toward you because you don't like the way I do things, right? Yeah. But if they're hurting people, then we gotta. We gotta. If they're my friend, then I feel comfortable enough probably to be like, um, why are you hurting people? Yeah. Why are you doing this? What is going on? Why yeah. are you out here? causing chaos and havoc in people's lives and your own. Why? Yeah. And then if after the end of that conversation happens and I can't get through to them because I happen to just trust in myself and be like, yeah, I mean, I probably could get through to them, right? And be like, let's figure it out. Mm -hmm. Let's get some solutions set up for you to help whatever is the real problem. Yeah. If I couldn't get there, then I guess we're done. Because yeah. some people can't be helped. That's something else I'm learning too, the older mm -hmm. I get, right? Like you can't, you can only like... I happen to feel like I give advice a lot as a part of my nature. I enjoy to give advice. And it's, I, mean, I feel like it's usually warranted. Maybe mm -hmm. once in a while it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the thing that I'm learning the more as I like give advice and enjoy doing it, it's like, oh wait, shoot, I actually forgot where I was going. What was I just saying? I you do were talking sometimes. about like getting advice and... Um, oh, man, I forget. I do this sometimes when I go on my trains. I'm surprised uh, it hasn't happened yet because I say <laughs> I go on trains of thought, the little tangents of thought a lot of the times, and then I'm like, mm. uh, where am I? Yeah. I lost my thought. Help, help. And this happens a lot, so I'm surprised <laughs> it hasn't happened yet as we've yeah. been talking. <laughs> um, it was... Talking about giving advice, You were, before you were talking about, uh, um, oh you know, gosh. Oh my gosh. if it's you have a conversation with someone. Time. Oh, yeah, if I can't get through to them, i got to cut them off, mm -hmm. really. I've never, yeah. I haven't cut off many friends in my life. Yeah up to this point. Mm -hmm. I have kept all of a lot of my best friends are from my childhood and from mm -hmm. high school now. Um, and I've been out of high school for six years, so it's been a while. Yeah. And my best, best friend I met when I was in seventh grade, I think. The one that I tell everything to, we're on the same place in life. She's she's uh, the same as me in so many ways, but different mm -hmm. in the best ways. And uh, she, I met in seventh grade. And so like, I don't know. Yeah. I haven't cut off a yeah. lot of my own friends. I have cut off one friend and it was because, <laughs> yeah, it was because they were hurting me. And so mm -hmm. I was like, you are hurting me. Do you know that? And they said, yeah. And I feel bad about it. And that wasn't good enough for me, right? Because I was also uh -huh. in love with them and I had to cut it off. That's the whole thing. That's not what we're talking about. <laughs> that's not what we're talking about. Uh -huh. But, like, I, that's the only time I ever had to cut someone off. And it was because I was like, oh, you stay remaining in my life is a detriment to my well-being. Yeah. And that's what I'm always... I'm trying to stay well. Because, mm -hmm. like, if I'm out here wanting to enjoy giving advice, I can't give advice if I'm not well. Yeah. Because then my advice is rooted in jadedness and this, like, warped perspective that is mm -hmm. coming from a place of sadness or grief or, or anger or frustration at something mm -hmm. that I'm feeling, right? So if I'm, like, well, then I can try and, I don't know, reason level with somebody who I'm talking to if they're causing me hurt and see if they can 
if they care enough about me to want to not hurt me anymore and to try mm-hmm. and, you know, try and figure out how to adjust or assess and adapt so that yeah. they can stop hurting me if they care enough about me. If they don't care enough about me, or even if, like, I don't know, like, a lot of the times with friends, too, like, sometimes friends come, friends have a reason and a season sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. And they come and go. And sometimes friends are in your life for a certain amount of time. And then as you grow, sometimes you grow in different ways. And that's not up to you. Sometimes, that's not always a bad thing. Yeah. Sometimes it's just the way it is, right? And so, like, oh, if we're growing in different ways, then, well, I have to keep going this way, of course, because mm-hmm. this is the way I'm going. And you have to keep going that way. And yeah. that way means that our paths are not are no longer crossing. And they have yeah. been up to this point, but this is the fork in the road. Mm-hmm. And so if that's the point, if that's the case, then... Oh, then well, I guess this is it, right? And yep. thank you. Maybe we'll maybe we'll wind back up and run into each other later mm-hmm. when things are different and time has passed because time is always going, so we're always changing and evolving, right? Yeah. Um, maybe we'll be able to reconvene. Yeah, I don't love the idea of cutting people off entirely. Yeah. Even still, I feel bad about that one person in my life who I've cut off, and we still we've re- we've subliminally as people who live in this age in 2022 in the age of social media we have regained following each other on Instagram, mm-hmm. and so that's a step, right? Yeah. And like. He posted on his Instagram story months ago, months and months ago, just saying on this big, long think piece about like, hey, I, in my process to figuring out who I am, who I want to be, all of this, I hurt lots of my friends in the past. I acknowledge that. And I don't know if they're watching this even, but like, if you know, if you are watching it and you know who you are, I'm sure you do, then I just hope that you know that I'm sorry now. And Mm -hmm. I am, and like they, he didn't even need to say that on an Instagram story for me to feel closure on the whole issue. Cause I, at this point in time was able to acknowledge that, oh, well, when we were 20, and we were both figuring ourselves out. Yeah, we were big fat messes, and then our messes got interwoven, and then they mm-hmm. were, and then it was just a giant mess. Yeah. And so, like, we had to stop being with each other so that the messes could get cleaned up. Yeah. yeah. And that happened to have to happen in a different way for both of us, and so that's how we had to be cut off from each other. And now mm-hmm. we're probably both doing. I mean, I'm doing great now. I mean, I'm not yeah. always doing great, right? Things are <laughs> sad sometimes. Yeah. But like, yeah, like from as a human and in my essence, the play- person I am now, from the person who I was when I cut that person off a few years ago, I'm a much better version of myself mm-hmm. now. And so, yeah, if I to cut somebody off it's probably for a good reason yeah in short that was a really <laughs> long-winded way to get to the answer to that question um yeah it's sort of well like i mean we both know this person that i had to like cut yes. off being yes. a friend from because you know they were they were hurting me and they were hurting um they were hurting like the people around me and yeah. it, it and you know i i consider myself a pretty good judge of character too but uh-huh. sometimes you just well we all think that you probably just right don't, yeah you just don't know uh-huh. i'm like all of us thought that this person was like a really definitely like great person, <laughs> nice you know. Sure, like, we're all nice. They, they right? were, yeah. they were fun. They were, you know, they would just make jokes and it was fine. But then, you know, like you, you sort of start to realize those red flags before it's like uh, when it's too late. When it's too late, it's you true. know, yep. When you're like, already oh, in deep, uh-huh. like I saw these red flags before, and now, you know, I have to cut off this person that like, you know, meant something to me, but is like is like hurting me mm-hmm. and hurting people around me and. And I've cut off, I've, I've just, like, sort of, like, weaned myself off of acquaintances that I, I could see red flags in. Like, I'll, I'll meet people and I'll see, like, a few red flags on them. I'm like, I'm gonna yeah, just... I'm gonna keep my not, distance. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. keep, I'm gonna, yeah, keep away. Uh-huh. Um, and it's just sort of, it's just sort of, um, yeah, and unfortunately, like, if, if someone's hurting you, like, you just can't, like, you have to put yourself before them, yeah. you know, and your relationship with them. Exactly. If they're, if they're hurting you. And so... Yeah, I agree with you. I think I think a conversation is needed to happen. Right, let's have a come to Jesus. Which Rick did try to have with Shane. He did, Shane, huh? Yeah. He did. And Shane was like, and some people can't be helped. I said that already. Yeah. Some people can't, right? And, and then some you're people like, don't want to be helped. Yeah, they're like, don't it goes help back me. To, it goes back to being accountable. Mm-hmm. Like, um, <clears throat> like, there's this person had this philosophy of anything I say to you can't hurt you. 
Like you are in complete control of your emotions, which you are you are in control of what you do with your emotions. Yes. But you you can't say that just for the reason to be a dick mm -hmm. and just for like a reason to 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 be rude to other people and put other people down. Like like words, we've put meaning into words and therefore words mean something. Exactly. Always they always you know? do. And you have to yes, yeah, so you have to be intentional with the words that you use. You can't exactly mm -hmm. you can't be throwing out words willy nilly and saying mm -hmm. things that you don't mean and saying I'm just kidding. I don't mean this. Or it's you like people mean something. People that say oh I'm I'm just blunt. It's like no, oh, yeah. you're not. Like no, you're just like, mean. <laughs> like me and you, we're pretty blunt people, uh -huh. but we're not we're not mean about it. Like, yeah, definitely. We, like you know we, um, I feel like a lot of people that we know that we hang out with are pretty blunt people. Right. Um, some less blunt, but uh, sure. But yeah. like you're. <laughs> There, there, there's a tactfulness to being blunt that you need to be aware of if you consider yourself a blunt person. Otherwise, right? you're just being mean. Yeah, you're just being a jerk. And because yeah. it does, it, there's that line that you can cross of when you say something like being blunt is a fact, and then you say I'm blunt, and that's a crutch. Like mm -hmm. I, I'm protecting myself. I'm yeah. saying that so that I don't have to be accountable for yes. for for being mean. Yes, or I'm putting it on you. I'm I'm telling you. I'm blunt. That you're so you in complete control. Hurt. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's just the way I am. I'm you only saying that you won't have a career, but go off. I guess you know, like. Like yeah, that's right. hurtful, like, no, that you know. That's actually hurtful to me. So yeah. that's something I don't enjoy. And then that's mm -hmm. the conversation part, right? Where you're like, that's the thing I'm learning too as I grow mm -hmm. up, right? Communicating is so hard. Yeah. Words are hard. They are. Mm -hmm. They so are in all of your relationships. Mm -hmm. Romantic, platonic, it's your friend, it's your roommate, it's your coworker, it's mm -hmm. your boss, it's your teacher. It, relationships and communicating with people, it's mm -hmm. just difficult. <laughs> and and you know like some people like my my mom is this way sometimes where she'll say something and and she'll mean it a completely different way. Uh -huh, but it's just yeah, how she totally. said it that I'm like, Mom, your tone. Like, it's your tone, it's it's how you put the it's words all that together. Subtext. Yes. Yeah. And it's like it's like I know what you meant, but like how you said it and the way you said it hurt me. Yeah. You know? Exactly. And so it's like it's sort of like it it's just all a part about like learning and I feel like us as actors we learn how to make words sound um sound the way we want them to sound. Yeah, exactly. You know? That's why I love it, right? Yeah. yeah that's why yeah, I'm I think everyone doing... should take an acting class. Uh -huh, yeah. Or that's like a writing I... class, you know? Uh-huh. That's yeah. what I enjoy so much about acting is because, mm -hmm. yeah, I often don't know what I... Like, that's how I learn what I would do in mm -hmm. situations. It's yeah. from characters that I admire on mm -hmm. TV shows and on movies and in plays that I can relate to. And even the ones that I don't relate to and dislike, there's something that I can take from them that helps yeah. me go, okay... So that's not how I would do it, but that is how somebody else would do it, mm -hmm. and that's also valid, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. My way is not the only way. Yeah. So like, and no one's way is the only way to do things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's lots of different ways. So everybody's out here. Yeah, we're all out here. I've said we're, that a million times. This out so we're out we're here. We're out here. How many that's times it. can I say it? <laughs> I'll count. I'll count when I edit it. It'll um, be a drinking game for our listeners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take a shot um, every time Ricky says we're out here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for being on this episode. Oh my gosh! Yes. Thanks for yeah. having me. This was so much fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Cool. Well, uh, if you guys will follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Feed Don't Eat Your Brain, you can also follow us on Twitter at Zachy the Zombie. Uh, you can also email us with any questions, concerns, anything like that, uh, at Feed Don't Eat Your Brain at gmail.com. Uh, also follow Fort and Horseman on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. And if you guys subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts, that will help us a lot. Also, let people know that you're listening to this podcast because. Because the more people that listen to it, then the better. And then you can have these conversations with them. So I know, that's right. Uh, yeah, <laughs> share this podcast with your friends and enemies, you know, whoever. And, uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. All right, stay safe and stay sane.